As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Are you entertained? The Scrubs Podcast. Welcome to a new episode of the Scrubs Podcast. It has been quite a minute. Uh, we all have gone our separate ways and doing stuff and we're busy, but we found some time on Memorial Day to uh, lock in the studio and push out some content. Uh, it's Memorial Day, so shout out to the men and women who have served and are serving. Just want to say that. Uh, Trey Lestio, the dawn of entertainment, alongside Ty, Cam, Cade. How we doing today, boys? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Ty? Can't complain. Can't complain. Feeling good. Good times. All right. All right. We're going to get right into it. Probably no debate domination today because we kind of threw this, this one together. So we're just going to talk some pop culture today. Uh, we're going to start with... Uh, and Cade, uh, you're gonna have to fill us in with some, uh, game talk. So I, 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 I didn't fill any there. So you're taking a look at that. <laughs> but we'll start with some movies and TV stuff. Uh, this topic is a little bit dated just cause it's been a while, uh, a little bit since this, uh, this show kind of wrapped up on Disney Plus. But the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, Cade, we ear, can't talk about Cade it. earmuffs. Are you going to watch it? Do we just not spoil it? Did we just I'm give her tickets? Huh? I'm going to watch it. You're a bum, dude. Going How can you not watch it? You haven't seen a single episode, or you're just not? No, I haven't seen a single episode. Oh, my God. Sad. Well, we can at least talk. We don't have to give spoilers, I guess. Let's just, I guess, what we thought of it and maybe comparison to WandaVision. I, I personally liked it better than WandaVision. And why? Um... It just felt more like Marvel doing what Marvel does. Uh, the more, I think, Falcon and Winter Soldier are more interesting characters, so it was more entertaining in that aspect. Uh, The the villain, per se, wasn't as interesting as I think it could have been, but it it still got the job done. Uh, I think the Flag Smashers... Oh, sorry. That's not a spoiler. That's their name, the Flag Smashers. but, That's not really a spoiler. But yeah, I, I thought they could have been a little old. It's tough when you only have six episodes, so right. you, only, you only get a certain amount of time to, so you don't get as in depth as you'd like. But they did a really good job. I liked it better than WandaVision. That's not taking anything away from WandaVision, because that was good too. I will say, I'll go and then you can go, Cam. Uh, 
I will say I, I liked it a little bit better than WandaVision. WandaVision, I appreciated because it was different. Um, it kind of pushed the MCU a little bit forward with how unique and, and uh, different the storytelling was because of the sitcom feel. This felt like a Marvel movie. It felt like a Captain America movie. Um, I, I liked it personally because uh, it felt... Yeah, uh, and I, I feel this about every superhero movie in general. I like when they can bring it back to reality and we feel some of the same things going on and uh it kind of mirrors real life. And I think this show in particular did a really good job. I think it had um it had political undertones and um Every character, every there are uh, this show had a, a bunch of groups of characters. They obviously, and this is no spoiler, but this is you know we have Bucky, we have uh, Falcon, we have the Flag Smashers, we have Zemo and Sharon Carter, and it just felt like every character you feel like they were the main character of their story, and you felt empathy towards them. I thought this this show did a really good job of amping that up. Um, I liked it. I, I, I liked it a little bit better than WandaVision, but um, I, I'd say WandaVision was a little more unique, but I really enjoyed this this series. You want me to go now? Yeah, go for it. What do you think? I, mean, I think to put it as simple as possible is this is the best. I think this is better than WandaVision because these characters were a lot more central to the Marvel Universe. With Wanda, with Wanda and Vision, like it almost felt like they were pushing the envelope to make them bigger characters. This they didn't have to do that. It was just like, all right, you guys know who these guys are, and I think that was probably why a lot of people would say that this is better because they didn't have to force anything. And yeah, I thought it was really good. I mean, six episodes to work with is tough, but the good thing with all the Captain America movies, especially, um, why am I drawing a blank? The second one. What's the second one? I can't even think. The Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. Yeah, duh. Um, they almost feel more like spy movies than they do superhero movies, and that's kind of with this, too. And yeah, It's just a different feel than all the other Marvel movies, so I really liked it. I will say, going into it, like, before I watched WandaVision, before I watched uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think the thought was that... WandaVision is going to tie more into the MCU and move, like the new phase of the MCU moving forward. But after watching both series, I think maybe that kind of got reversed. I I think WandaVision did tie in and move the the the, the future the, of the MCU forward. But I do think you're kind of seeing a changing of the guard in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier into the future of of the MCU. With how it ended. With how it ended, yeah. Without giving it away. I think I would disagree with that. I think WandaVision actually did. I I think it tied into a lot, but they didn't... Like, Cade, you've seen all of WandaVision, haven't you? Yeah. Like, they... I thought for sure we'd see Doctor Strange at some point, because Wanda's going to be in the Doctor Strange movie, and then that would lead me to believe, like, okay... Doctor Strange could potentially be kind of like the face of the MCU moving forward. But after watching, after watching, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, I'm kind of leaning, going in a different direction now. Yeah, I would Well, I don't know if you heard, but 
Uh, I would disagree just because it felt like WandaVision introduced us to, like, the bigger scale of things. Like, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's like, okay, without giving anything away, it's just like, okay, that's that's that, you know? It's just like, all right, that's the end of that. It's like, but at the end of WandaVision, it's like, she's, like, going through this book, and she hears her kids and all that, and we're still left with questions, and it felt like it was a much bigger scale. Like, because she, it, we're not dealing with just Earth there. We're dealing with, like, other dimension or whatever's going on with that. So I feel like that introduced it to a bigger scale. So I feel like that moved the needle more, if that makes sense. In terms of the MCU moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, can get, we can get into it because I know we're going to talk about Eternals in a little bit. But is, Wan, can, is Wanda in that timeline? Like, could she be in the Eternals? Well, the Eternals are a bunch of people from, like, one planet, and they're, like, they're essentially a different race of aliens, is, is what they are. And so, what from what I've been, what I've heard, that the Eternals kind of spans over, the, like, a big period of time. I yeah, yeah. Years. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, something big is occurring that they've just been watching for the whole duration of the MCU and right. something comes out and they just... What do we want in. What's it? Oh, we're Loki next? Okay. I I had one more brief thing to talk about Falcon Winter Soldier and this this is... I'm not going to like super spoil but I just kind of... I feel like you'll... YouTube, uh, but you um, the... There was one... In terms of moving the needle forward in, in the future of the MCU... There was one cameo, and it's nobody you've seen in the past, Cade, so you won't get all tweaky about it. But I have heard that this cameo will appear in other movies. Um, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Or I think so. Okay. Yeah, so I could see, I could also see that little tidbit tying into other things. Was that like the very end? Uh, well, I'm trying to think the very what like the post credit. I don't remember what the post credit was. Uh, not post credit. He or she appeared twice in the in the series. I think, or maybe three oh, times. Okay, yeah, that oh, I know exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That might be something moving forward. And I I've seen on the internet ties from the comics that that could be a potential villain group. So I don't know. There there might be something there. But uh, it was a fun it was a fun show. Um I think I think Marvel I think Disney Plus has proved that if you want to stay in the conversation this is just my personal opinion, but if you want to stay in the conversation um and be the the focus of the conversation that the right move is to put it out week by week. I, I like that rollout. What do you guys think? <clears throat> or do you? Would you rather binge? It really, no, I love that rollout. It depends I really do. The type of show for me, honestly. The I like binging, obviously. Yeah, I like binging because I'm about to watch the whole thing in one go. See, I like the week to week though because it felt like at least me and Trey watched it together all the, like every week, and yeah. it felt like every time all we did was talk about like what's going to happen next, what's going to happen next. Like, right. what is this? What is that? So I feel like I kind of like the week-to-week, actually. And and they have 100% found the formula where it is a huge cliffhanger every week and you just want more. And They, they found the formula. I think it, I think it works. It's going to be interesting with Loki because it's on a Wednesday, so that's a little different. But, um, 
still should be fun. We can uh, we can kind of transition to some low key talk here. Uh, have you guys seen the trailer or a couple trailers that have dropped? Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, sure. It looks super super interesting. It's going to be super trippy. Um, I don't know. What what are you guys' thoughts for those of you who have seen the trailer and even Cam? Um, why, what what are your expectations for this show? Anybody can go. Kate, I'm, I'm since you said my name, I guess I'll just go. Okay. I mean, I I haven't seen any trailer, so you guys could just guide me however you want. I mean, I don't care if you spoil a trailer or it's a trailer. But, like, I would expect it to be based around him with the Time Stone, like we had in – or Space Stone, sorry, that we uh, saw him end up with in Endgame. So, I mean, I don't really know any more than that. I'm just expecting that's what it's going to be. Whatever he does with it. If I if I remember correctly from watching the trailer, and it's been a little bit since I watched, but um, it's it's essentially him. It's like this group of people which is represented by Owen Wilson. I can't remember exactly what they're called, but they bring in Loki to to fix the timeline, if you will. I, I believe, and so uh, and I, I I'm sure he's scheming and doing his own thing and trying to break out of that, but. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it seems super fun, super interesting, super whatever. Embo- if you have in your mind Loki, Loki, it, it feels like the full embodiment for this show. So I'm excited. Yeah, I just the Loki character for me is so I I love that Loki and the act. What's the actor's name that plays it? Todd Hiddleston. Yeah, he's plays into a T. He does a really good job. Um, I just love the mischievous kind of, you know, always planning a, like his next move gonna be. For me, I, I when they rolled out the the shows that were gonna be on Disney Plus, um, if you would have asked, this would have been probably one of my most anticipated ones. Um, for outside of the outside of the Star Wars one, for the for the Marvel ones, this is probably probably the one that I was most looking forward to. Interesting. So this uh this dropped June 9th, so that is I think next week. Uh yeah, I think so. Yeah. We don't have you think it, it's going to be better than WandaVision and uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I don't know, man. I I don't I don't know. Uh I I think in terms of moving the MCU forward, this one will definitely have heavy ties. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Fixing don't, the timeline seems like backtracking. No, I think I think I don't know. I low key think it no pun intended. In a way, um they'll they'll work it in enough to piece it with the future. Oh but, yeah, but not more than what we already have seen, I don't think. This this just from the trailer watching it, it gives me vibes like it has to be we are gonna run into Kang the Conqueror at some exactly. point. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. That I I don't want to get my hopes up because you know got my hopes up for Wandavision for a big cameo or something of that nature and we didn't get it. Uh, so I don't know if they'll give us that. And is is Loki limited? Is it only six episodes? Because I thought this says two seasons. Uh, yeah, I thought it got uh, renewed already for season two. I, I, I think it did already get renewed for season two, but I don't know how many episodes. I'm sure you can go and look on IMDb if somebody wants to do so, that. But. And it, since I, I know they are signed on for two, 
it would not surprise me if they gave us a big nugget in 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 this first season of King the of, Conqueror. That's a that's a bold take. I think so. He's, he's on for Ant Man three, isn't he? I was just gonna say he's gonna be in Ant Man three. I think. Um, so I mean, this could set that up, but uh, since Ty just brought up the fact that they'll have a season two, that almost gives me kind of the vibe that it'll be kind of like Mandalorian. Like, adventures of Loki trying to fix the timeline that, like, you could go anywhere with that. Yeah, we thought that, we thought that about Falcon and Winter Soldier, that it was gonna be adventure mission based, and it really wasn't. I just think that's not how Marvel rolls. I, I don't think it's like, I don't think that's the type of storytelling that they have proven to do. And I, I personally like the episode after episode it tying together. Um, I, I like Marvel greater than Star Wars in that regard. I'm obviously a big Star Wars guy too, but um, yeah, I'm I I I I I don't know. We'll see. See what happens. Yeah, like I wasn't saying what I liked or disliked. I was just saying what I thought. Like that is the vibes it gives me if they're already signed on for a season two because all these other ones have been limited, no season two, but this one's different. So that tells me this one's probably going to be different. And well, here's a question for you guys. So, eh, it, it might spoil, so never mind. I might, I might. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. It was going to be with Falcon Winter Soldier, but Kate is screwing us up here, so. Oh, my. I remember kidding. saying on an older podcast that I thought Loki was going to be the best show out of all of them, so we'll see Are how that goes. Do you stick with it? I, I stick with it. Oh. Okay. I'm just looking forward to the, the, characters that are getting series that we haven't seen before i i i'm excited for miss marvel i'm she excited hulk. for my she hulk all those i i'm excited to get into new territory so we'll see anything else on loki loki are you guys anticipating any any big cameos in this one outside of you know, I already, I already said a potential. Honestly, though, I feel like that is sometimes what gets you in trouble. Like you have expectations of it, and then there starts being a million theories, and then it ends up being like what's right in front of I you. I feel like it would be very easy, very easy to throw Thor. Thor. Oh, you could throw in so many people if he's fixing That's the timeline. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I just, I, I, I'm trying to go in with a blank slate. You know, just take it as it is. But it will be fun. It will be fun. To be fair, WandaVision set their own expectations. They said Luke Skywalker-like cameo, so they did that to themselves. <laughs> they, did, yeah. they did dig that hole for themselves. That was on them. So what was, what was the cameo that they were referring to, the white vision? I don't even know. I don't even know. It had I to have been the Quicksilver. controlling a little bit. It was Agnes. <laughs> <laughs> it was Agnes. Oh. All right, anything else on Loki, boys? I don't think so. All right, let's get into some – that was a little TV action. Let's get into some movie talk. Uh, the Eternals trailer finally dropped. I have been really excited just for the thought of this movie just because, like I said, I like new characters and bringing them into the fold of things. But uh, we finally got a trailer for this movie coming in November. And uh, what did we think? Has everybody seen this trailer or no? Yeah. Okay. I, I'll go for it. Not saying it wasn't a cool trailer. It just felt a little underwhelming. Really? It, it just didn't have that Marvel action, like, this is going to be a blockbuster movie feel to it. Um, 
Not that it didn't look good. It left me with more questions than answers. Like, I don't think we know who the villain's going to be, and I think that was intentional. Um, but I just don't know exactly. It didn't give me a sense of what is this going to be about. And to back it up a little bit, th- this was a teaser. This wasn't a trailer. So I feel like in teasers, it's just to get you excited. Two, it was two minutes. Like. Still, though, it doesn't matter. So, like, in, in the next trailer, you might get some plot details. Yeah. Like, we, it didn't share any plot details for sure. But I liked, I liked it in regard that uh, Chloe Zhou, who won Best Picture for Nomadland. And I don't know if you guys have watched Nomadland, but um, it felt uh, – you can definitely tell her fingerprints are on this movie just from the trailer. Um, Nomadland, Nomadland had a very, like, naturalistic feel, and um, I kind of got that vibe from the trailer. Uh, I, I, heard re- I heard reports saying that – you know, when you think of Marvel, you think CGI and the green screen and those type deals. Um, she pushed to have practical locations, meaning they're actually shooting on the beach and the mountains and stuff. And it felt very, very realistic and naturalistic in those regards. And I, I appreciate that. Um, the cast is insane. It's They have so many big names in that movie. Um, and again, I... I'm not a comic nerd, so I don't really know anything about these characters. I know that um, I think Angelina Jolie's character and Thanos are cousins or something like that. I think Thanos is an eternal in the comics or I don't know, but I'm excited for this. I'm here for this. I love this cast. Uh, Again, we don't know much about the story itself, but uh, I'm excited for this one. What do you guys think? I'm excited for it. I agree with Ty. The trailer did leave us with a lot of questions, but now you're saying it's a teaser. So, I mean, but then uh I'm also a little worried with how many just, like, people are in this movie. Like, it's going to be hard to get to meet all of them. So yeah. it could it could be tough. Snyder Cut. <laughs> Snyder Cut. <laughs> it feels like it's going to be a, a more serious Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I, obviously... Guardians of the Galaxy was an ensemble piece. Um, and, you know, every element of Marvel has a little bit of comedy. But this just felt more, I don't know, it just felt more yeah. dramatic. A I bit. I will say, you know, after Endgame, and when they released kind of like the slate of movies moving forward, I thought Eternals would be kind of like the first potential. And then COVID happened, so that kind of threw everything off. But... I thought going into it, like, Eternals potentially could be, like, the first, but I don't think that's going to be the case because, I mean, we still need to get Spider-Man. We still need to get, uh, well, Black Widow, but that doesn't really have much to do with MCU moving forward. Um, you never know. Yeah, but I when is, when is Eternals slated to come out? I believe. Year? No, Eternals is November of this year. I think the, the rest of this year we have... Uh, Black Widow, which comes out in July, early July. Yeah. Then Shang Chi, which I maybe August, something like that. Maybe something like that. Then Eternals, and then Spider Man. So we're getting a lot of Marvel content moving forward. Yeah, so, I'm re- and I'm ready for the Marvel movies to be back. I'm ready to yeah. start going open at night again. Like, ready for that. Um, in terms of the Eternals, yeah, I mean, and. 
You guys keep saying it leaves you with more questions. What they want you to? You want to play the whole movie before you go, or what? Yeah, and that's what it's supposed to do. Sure, if I can see the movie, they sure. got they got to get you to go to the movie somehow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it looks cool. I I know a little bit, and like not a lot. I won't admit to know a lot. I won't act like I do. But uh, I think it would be really cool if they did the Celestials and introduced Galactus. This this will be our first movie. I think that ups the scale like instead of just focusing on earth it's the entire world like we had traveled to other planets with gardens of galaxy this that but this will open it up for everything or at least it's supposed to but other than that yeah it'll be a cool movie so you say the celestials and that is potentially the villain group right so Uh, what celestials are they like they created everything them and galactus celestials like work for galactus they created every planet and they created all everything. But when they see a planet isn't to their liking or the people aren't to their liking, they destroy it yeah. to try again. So the Eternals would essentially be protecting themselves and all the planets elsewhere. Yeah. And so, correct me if I'm wrong, but Galactus is like, he eats planets or he like, he yeah, the planets, whatever. Oh, so right. potentially, is that your prediction or? Do you, would you like to see? That's what I want to see. But big bad. That's what I would like to see. But let's lay it all out here. They know what they're doing. Let's lay it all out here. What do we think in terms of big bad moving forward? Like obviously Thanos was the big bad of the last couple phases, but do we? We're getting Kang the Conqueror. He has potential to be a big bad. We've thrown out Galactus. We know we're going to. We know we're going to get uh, Fantastic Four. So Doctor uh, Doctor Doom. Who's going to be the big bad moving forward? It could be I Wanda. think we're too far out for Dr. Doom. You actually think Wanda? I mean, it could honestly be Wanda. Is Wanda even going to be the villain of Dr. Strange, too? No. I think for at least a little bit she's going to be. Okay. I can see that. Uh-uh. But, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't think she's the big no, bad. No, I don't, I don't think she's the big bad either. I, could, I think it's King the Conqueror. King the Conqueror. I think that's the obvious choice. I don't, yeah, I think we're too far out to say Doctor Doom. Or Cthulhu. Yeah, I was, I would, me and Jordan were watching this thing, this review of, uh, WandaVision, and they said they were setting up Cthulhu. What does he do? I don't even know, but. <laughs> I don't even know. So, <laughs> so somebody remind me of Kang the Conqueror. So, he has something to do with jumping timelines, right? So he could. He could take advantage of changes in the timeline to use to his advantage. Right. So, So, like, one of them is, like, that I read, it was, like, one of them was, like, oh, well, they changed something in Europe because they did this. Or, not in Europe, in Egypt. And then in the timeline, it says, like, King the Conqueror was the pharaoh of Egypt for this long. And so, like, he does that. Okay. So especially if we're, you know, we're obviously going to get the multiverse with Doctor Strange 2. It's in the title. There have been heavy rumors of Spider-Man 3 setting up multiverse because of the rumors with the other Spider-Mans potentially making their their cameos or, you know, uh, if they're in the movie or not. There's been there have been a lot of actors who have denied being in it, but you never know. They could be lying. Maybe Kang the Conqueror is the right you know, pick if he is the one who messes with the timelines and the and the whole mar- multiverse moving forward with the MCU. 
I like this though. I like I like uh I like speculating these type of things. Um but do you so you think we will get Galactus in Eternals? I think he'll they'll tease him. Okay, okay. I don't think we'll see him. Fair enough, fair enough. Kay, do you have any other thoughts on Eternals? No. Alright. No. Alright, that's uh that's our Marvel talk for, for now. Uh I guess actually before we before we stop, uh does anybody have any thoughts on Shang Chi? They dropped a trailer too. Um, I I thought this was really, I thought it looked really good. Thought it, I didn't know much about it before yeah. seeing the seeing the trailer and very it, look, it looks very cool. I'm very looks, excited for that one. It looks all right. Uh, so been teased for a super long time. Yeah, so t- we talked about that at uh, lunch the other day. What what? Tell us a little bit about that. The Ten Rings. So I mean, with in Iron Man one. When he's in the cave, sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen Iron Man 1, <laughs> but, uh, spoil. <laughs> it's only been out, uh, 12 years or so, 13, right. but, uh, the faction is the 10 rings, and I think it's a faction that's trying to get all the 10 rings together. I'm not sure what that does. And then in Iron Man 3, when he's, like, taken prisoner again, you see the 10 rings logo in the back, and they're all connected. So, I mean, it's just been teased for a really long time. I saw I saw a TikTok explaining like all of the about the Ten Rings and all the connections throughout the MCU, and it's just nuts how thoughtful they are and how much they plan ahead. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, it should be interesting. I I so I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the first movie we get after Black Widow. Is anybody excited for Black Widow? I mean, yeah, I think we no. No, you're not. I'm still going to go, but I'm not excited. Yeah. The thing is, for me, it's like we've gotten like 20 trailers, it feels like, and I'm just ready to, I'm just ready to get what, get out of the movie what we need in order to move forward. He's just ready to leave the, the movie. Is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's going backwards. I don't want to go backwards anymore. I'm done with that. <laughs> like, I will say though, I will say though, so just from, this, you're gonna laugh at me, but just from playing my little Marvel game that I play every day, and saying, they have the character that, uh, Yelena, whatever, the girl who, uh, Florence Plug is playing, um, Maximoff? It feels like they're setting up Dark Avengers, and it also feels like they're setting up Young Avengers. So it feels like potentially, Dark Avengers in the movies and Young Avengers in the Disney Plus series because we're getting um, Kate Bishop. We're getting. I've heard. I've heard talks that we might get um, Hulkling, and we're getting Miss Marvel. It just feels like you can see the 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 potential of the teams forming moving forward in respective platforms in the movies and the series, but. Should be interesting. Marvel moving forward, it's going to be a lot different than the past. So, also just one last thing to add: long overdue movie should have been done a while ago. Yeah. Which one? Oh, oh, Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Scojo deserves it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. True that. True that. All right. um, I don't know if any of you guys have watched the first one here, but the cast is insane. So I just wanted to throw it out there. Uh, Knives Out. Has anybody seen it or watch it or like it? Man, 
striking out here. Anyway, this is an absolute blast of a movie. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it on Amazon Prime. I think it's there. Uh, the first one was so fun. And uh, it's basically a whodunit mystery type movie. And Daniel Craig is the head investigator. And he's going to reprise his role in the second one. And Netflix bought the second and the third one for this crazy amount of money. But just listen to this cast here. We have Daniel Craig, Dave Bautista, Catherine Hahn, who is Agatha in uh, uh, WandaVision, Edward Norton, Kate Hudson, Janelle Monet, Leslie Odom Jr. It's stacked, man. It's going to be crazy. And uh, it's Ryan Johnson, the guy who did The Last Jedi, which might throw you off a little. But if you go see... Knives Out 2, you will appreciate. It's gonna, it's a really good uh, movie, and this one is gonna be fun. So, check that out. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about post-COVID movie-going experiences. I went to the a movie theater for well, so I don't consider when I rented out the movie theater to go see Juice and the Black Messiah. the same experiences as, as going, you know, BC before Corona. This one felt like it was halfway back to normal. I went to go see Cruella and low key, don't sleep. It, it was really, really good, really entertaining. Um, I did not expect to be uh, as entertained as I was, but I really enjoyed this movie. Um, but yeah, movies are back, you know, be safe, wear a mask. Um, go get, go get your shot if you haven't had it already. But, uh, what do you guys foresee being the first movie that you guys will go see? In, in all likelihood, it'll probably be one of the Marvel, Marvel movies. Black Widow, maybe? Probably. Um, I haven't been to, other than when we saw Judas and the Black Messiah when you reserved the theater. Right. Um, I haven't seen a movie, but that, probably Black Widow, when does that come out? July 9th or something like that. Yeah, so <clears throat> that looks like What it. was the what was the last movie you saw before COVID hit? Is that a toughie? How about you guys? Mine was that 1917. Was that okay. one? Did you like that? That was intense. But I previously just saw Spiral in theaters. What was it? Spiral the the new Saw movie. What is that good? Eh, it was way too short, but uh, good acting. So. Are they setting up more? Huh? Are they setting up more? Oh yeah, they are definitely setting up for more. And I'm the next one I probably see would probably be Black Widow or the new Conjuring. That looks good. I did. I saw the trailer. Conjuring. Yeah, that's one that'll be on HBO Max. But you'd rather see that in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, have HBO Max, so. I, I I think Quiet Place 2 is like, aside from Cruella, I, I haven't seen the first Quiet Place, but I, um, I think that I is the, that's the big push to get people back in the movies, just because obviously it's very heavy based on the sound and it being, you know, a quiet place. Uh, I think that is the big push to get people well, back in the movies. Do you have to see the first one to see the second one? I mean, I would assume so. I don't. I, really I think you do. I saw the first one. I'm pretty sure you do. Okay, there you go. Cam, how about you? What, what was your last movie you saw? BC, and then what's the next one you're gonna see in the theaters? I don't even know the last movie I saw. It's probably Endgame. 
No, it was that 1970. I think it was N. Oh, yeah, I went to Spider Man. I went to Spider Man, yeah. Okay. Um, so Spider Man. Spider Man would have been the last one. The okay. next one will probably be. You going to see Black Widow in theaters? Well, I'm gonna, but I there. I think I was gonna see one. I think my. I think I was talking about going to one Friday, maybe. I don't remember what it was though. Cruella. No, I don't want to see Cruella. <laughs> <laughs> don't sleep is good, man. Seriously. I'm sleep, dude. I'm. I'm sleep. Sound asleep. What else is out there? I just want to throw this out there, though, that we have already determined that they will, because if avid fans of the Scrubs podcast, some of these guys didn't have full lists, and we even did top five. They have they have seen five movies this year, so they will have full lists for movies. I've seen ten movies already. See, look at that. Uh, it'll be a quiet place too. It'll be a quiet place, probably. A quiet place too. Okay, cool. Good. I like the first one. It's okay. Cool. All right. Uh, just uh, just gonna throw out some other movies, TV that I'm excited to see. You can th- chip in and uh, tell me what you guys are thinking. But Dave, season two, yes, looked cr- it looks awesome. The little teaser looked hilarious. Didn't it, see it, but I already know the show's great. It's like they're anting up the production value. Then we got Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Space Jam 2. I don't know if I'll see that in theaters, but... I I'll, probably will. It'll suck. I'll probably watch it. Really actually looking forward to the Suicide Squad and what James Gunn's going to do with that. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be really good. And is the big like one a, is Dune. Is that like a redo or what? Yeah, so it's like they're they're calling it like a reimagining. So it's not like a sequel, it, it's different characters, but they also have Harley Quinn and uh, Amanda Weller and Captain Rick Fly. Like, so they have some, and Boomerang, they have some of the same characters, but it's not a sequel, I don't know. But if anybody can get it done, it's going to be James Gunn, so I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, on, I'm excited for all of those on that list. Um you guys aren't as excited for space. I'm excited for space. I think it's gonna be sick. I just, I think, yeah, yeah like I'm gonna compare it to the original, and well, it will. Well, LeBron's better just about at everything than MJ, so this will probably be better. Oh God, here we go. LeBron's the goat, but here's the deal: is the trailer like, better actor? I can guarantee you that LeBron will be a better actor than Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. but have you seen how he flops on the court? <laughs> okay, but here's the deal. The trailer looked horrible. Like the storyline, the writing was horrible. So I can't. Okay. Let me let me back this up a little bit because I threw on the original Space Jam, and you may have like you may have memories of it as a kid, but like if you go back and watch now, it's very cheesy. So I mean, no, you it's gonna so be cheesy. Crazy. But like they couldn't even come up with a decent storyline. It's just like, oh, my kid walks into some random sphere. It's like, come it's on. Man. Though I mean, it's very, it's it's definitely like I'm glad 21st century. I'm glad they're doing a different story though. They're not just remake. I, yeah. No, yeah. but they could have done better than my kid wanders to a room in my house I don't even know, <laughs> and I go into so, and he walks into some random sphere. It's like, come on, man. I, I think better than that. I think that, I think this one will be better. I will say my only my only fear for this movie is that it will solely be a synergy thing for Warner Brothers because if you really break down the trailer, there's like Game of Thrones stuff in there. There's Clockwork Orange. 
There's Flintstones. Uh, there's like Kong. There's a bunch of Warner Brothers material in the tr- just in the trailer. So I hope they find a fun way to do it where it it's, it works and it it goes along with the story and it's not just let's throw everything Warner Brothers on the wall and see what can stick. I, I hope it's not just a synergy thing. I hope it's like fun for the movie. What a uh, but I'm excited for it. I'll watch it. The trailer it. was very disappointing. What other what other NBA players are in there? I don't like Dame Damian Lillard Dame Davis Clay Dave, Thompson. I don't think Katie's in I, it. I thought Katie was in it. He uh, might be, but Anthony Davis and Clay Davis. Thompson. Oh, okay, yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking Anthony Davis. Uh, what's her name? Diana Taurasi's in it. Oh, uh, yeah. yep. They got some, they got some WNBA players. Uh, really cool thing is Dame plays like the robot and it's got the, the watch on his arm. That's kind of yeah. raw. He honestly might be the main, like, villain type, uh, I think they're calling the Goon Squad. Yeah, uh, Clay's the man on fire. Yeah. Clay Thompson? Clay Thompson's in it, yep. Is Steph in it? No. I, I think Steph is in it. No, there is one other one that was kind of not a huge NBA player, that, but he's in it. Don Cheadle? No, <laughs> I can't think. NBA of that. players here. I have a uh, off-script thing. Did you guys see Kong versus Godzilla? Yes. Yeah. Did you like it? It was better than Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Yeah, Mortal Kombat actually, was so bad. Dude, I went into it. Everyone was slandering it. So I went in with low expectations. I really liked it. My expectation... Wait, Godzilla? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was not slandering Godzilla. I thought you were talking about Mortal Kombat. I was like, <laughs> I went in slandering it, and it was worse than what I thought. <laughs> like, I went in with literally the bar was on the floor, and it was worse than that. Mortal Kombat was laughably bad. Uh, it was the worst movie I've seen. Godzilla vs. Kong was okay. I mean, it's just not my type of movie. It was oh, a fun was movie, dope. but it was alright. Did you watch it? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen either of those. Good thing yet. I didn't spoil it. Yeah, I, I've, heard, I, I did. I've heard Godzilla vs. Kong is pretty entertaining. Yeah, it, it's entertaining. I'm keeping a full list of movies this year. I, I Obviously, I'll, I'll dwindle it to 10 or 5 or whatever we have to. But I am sitting at... Uh, it says Kyrie's in it. Oh, really? I'm sitting at 18 movies right now. Huh? I'm sitting at 18 movies for 2021 so far. So Chris Paul will be in it. Kyle Kuzma. Kuz, that's what I was thinking of. Draymond Green. Yeah. Uh, It'll be good. It's good. And it's Ryan Coogler, the guy who did Black Panther, so it's not like... He needs to do better. Bruh, don't, don't, don't just, let, uh, go off the trailer. Come on. That was horrible. Or <laughs> it gets progressively worse with every time you speak. Because I think about that one scene where his kid just runs away and it, it, into the random room in the house that no one knew existed, apparently. That's so bad. They should have actual daughter, because her, his actual daughter is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he uses actual kids. Wait, that's not his actual kid? No. Oh. That's awesome. They should they should have. Yeah, I thought it okay. yeah, they should have, but they didn't. Huh. That's interesting. Alright, anything else on the movie TV front? Alright, we'll move along to some music. So the big the big story in the music game for us at least is J. Cole and the off season. Uh to be honest with you, 2021 has been kind of a slow year for uh, music so far, and this has really been the the first big album. I don't know if you want to count like 
Justin Bieber and Lime he, Language Two. I called it on this pod. What was it? Lime Language Two, Young Thug, YSL. I called it on this pod. That's the first big pod or big album. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. The off season, the off season was crazy. Uh, I listened to it at 11 p.m. exactly when it came out. I was in Galveston, Texas. Um, it was crazy. It feels like an event. It felt like everyone was listening to this album at once. Um, it was it was just a dope album in my opinion. What what are our first thoughts on on the off season for you guys? Assuming you all have listened to it, right? Yeah. 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 Come on now. Go ahead, Kate. Uh, I can, I can go first. Yeah, Cole, go first. Cole, Cole, Cole did his thing. Um, I really, I, I really thought it was, um, uh, as our RCD world would say, it's a classic. Oh, uh, RDC, yeah. Is that a TikTok guy that you sent me? Yeah, not RDC. They're YouTubers. But they do TikToks. But, um, yeah, it was, Cole, Cole was a beast. Uh, he went off on it. Um, I will, the last, it, there are, there are, every song I thought I enjoyed and took something away from, um, but I definitely liked, like, the first half better than I liked the second half, um, and then the last few where I thought were just kind of okay, uh, but all all of them had something to take away from, and, and it was a really good album, front to back. My favorite, my favorite, I would say, 95 South is really good, um, and then, is, is Pride is the Devil? What's the name of that song? Pride is the Devil. Pride is, Pride is the Devil. Those are my two favorites. Was Lil Baby? <clears throat> um, right, so you want me to get my that, that part? That part of the album too, the unlisted, when you're listening to it for the first time, yeah. and 21 comes on, and then Lil Baby comes, like, they, the feature, they, they snap too. It went good. That yeah. Went good. I'm, I'm a big fan of the unlisted features on the first listen. Uh, I like being surprised. Uh, right off the bat, Killa Cam, uh, narrating it at the very beginning off 95 South. Um, I will say I, I have some thoughts on this album. I really enjoyed it. I think J. Cole's rapping ability a- has gone up a few levels. Um, he, he's just rapping, rapping on this. Um, to me, it felt like this, here's my hot take on this album. Um, if we weren't in the streaming era, I think this gets put out as a free mixtape. I think that, um, you know, a lot of the songs are short. Um, it's rapidly rap. It's, there's no, there's no like huge story being told. It's more so him just putting the work in and it feels like, I mean, he's already announced the fall off, which is this ginormous album that he's pumping up that feels like will be his last album. So it feels like it's going to be the, 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 the thing that uh, is going to have the stories that's going to have the cohesion. Uh, this just felt like him putting in the work in order to get to the, uh, the fall off, which I have very high expect expectations for, but um, I, I really enjoyed it. I think that um, I, I don't, I don't know if it's his, best album i think he's rapping his best um i don't know if it's better i'm i'm a big story album guy i like four your eyes only uh, but even 2014 forest hills drive tells a story too um but i I'd, I'd probably put that this maybe number three i know cam likes born center but 
Um, I really enjoy this album. J. Cole is leveling up. It feels like to me he's the best out right now. And, uh, it felt like an event type album where everybody's listening and talking about this album in the hip hop world. My favorite songs are, um, Hunter Mill. Actually, my favorite song on the whole thing is Let Go My Hand, then, then, uh, Hunter Mill and, um, 95 South and Price of the Devil and Amari. They're, it's just, it's a really good album. Um, really enjoyed the unlisted features. Uh, very surprised to hear the features. 21 Savage and Lil Baby and even Boz was on there, but he's on the label, so that's not the biggest surprise. I just really enjoyed it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. What do you guys think? I really liked it. Um, uh, it makes me very excited for the fall off. And I was, I really like the song with 21. Him and 21 are just a really good duo. They are. For sure. That's all I really got. Mm. Is that your favorite song on there? Uh, yes. My life. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it was good. Uh, when As soon as I heard My Life, I knew that was the one 21 was going to be on. If you watch the little documentary you put out, him and 21 were talking. It, it almost sounds like a lot was sampled on it, if that makes sense. Like, it really, they, they sound the exact same. Um, the Lil Baby one really caught me off guard. Uh, I think Lil Baby just demands a lot more respect from some people in this, uh, podcast. I'm not going to say <laughs> names. That was a shocking uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, I think it ranks below Born Center in 2014. I'm not a huge fan of, uh, Four Year Eyes Only, so. Uh, it just sounds like Cole's inspired again. He's got energy again. KOD felt like a low point for him. Like, it just wasn't energetic and like. I liked KOD. It just didn't have the energy that he normally brings. Like, and this, it, up from the first song, I was like, yeah, Cole's back. Like, I stand yeah. by KOD. I like no, KOD. I'm not saying I don't like it. It just, he doesn't sound energetic like he normally does on tracks. A couple, couple things I wanted to add. You guys both, you guys both bring up kind of good points about it. I didn't really think about it until you just said it, Trey, about Cole normally with his albums that he puts out has like telling some sort of story or like a theme. It didn't really feel like there was one in particular. Like there's different themes throughout, but not one like cohesive theme like he typically does on his albums. Um, and then back to something what Kit, uh, Cam just said about Lil Baby. Um, I think there does be Trey needs to put some more respect on his name. <laughs> I, I, there's not one person I'd want on a feature than Lil Baby, right? I, he kills every feature that he's on. Like some of the songs that he's in by himself, I mean, can be hit or miss, but he does not miss when he's on a feature. I, I'll, I'll give them that. And I was, I slept on Lil Baby until, until more recently, but I'm on the bandwagon. I did, I did say in the group chat that I will give Polo G and Lil Baby their, their respectable listens. So, uh, moving forward, I'll give them, I'll give them a, a listen. But yeah, I mean, I like this album, so I'd probably put it up third for him. I do have some comments on, uh, KOD. And then I have another point. Uh, KOD to me felt like the concept was better than the execution of the concept. Like, I love the concept of um, Kill Our Demons, King Overdose, and Kids on Drugs. On drugs. Um, it felt like, like, in the trailer that he put out for that, it felt like the trailer was like, all right, this is going to be an epic album. And then 
to look looking back on it, like I, I enjoy the album. I mean, I, I like songs off the album, but it would have felt better to me story wise if like Cole decided what he, you know, chooses out of those because the whole thing was choose wisely. Uh, it just felt like the concept was better than the execution of the concept. I still enjoyed it, but um, take that as you will. I will also say, ever since J. Cole has found this slightly auto-tuned flow, I think he really found it and found that it worked for him on Middle Child. Um, Middle Child has that slightly auto-tuned, kind of slightly singing on the song flow. Um, on that, he even had it on the climb back and uh, Lion King on Ice when he put that out as two singles. That is another thing that's interesting. So originally he said the climb back and the Lion King on Ice were the first two singles off the fall off. So obviously the climb back was on off season. So what is he rearranging the fall off? That's another deal. But every one of those songs and a lot of songs on the fall on, on the off season, excuse me, have that kind of auto tune, like slightly auto tune flow that J. Cole has found to uh, work and succeed. You see it on Amari. You see it on Pride is the Devil. You see, see it on a lot of these songs. And uh, I, I think that works for him. I, I don't know what it is that works, but I, it, it, it works. And was, he's doing numbers right now. It's, it, it's crazy. So I don't. I don't know if this is what you're talking about, but that I think it's on the second song. Yeah, of the album where he's like, oh, oh, yeah, like that. The passion. That part is probably either my first or second favorite part of the entire album. And then the other one is like when done listen first listen when you hear baby he just comes in on like. I'll literally just smash that first note. They right? matched flows. I thought that was so dope. Yes, yes, that was cool. That was yeah. cool. Those, those are my two favorite moments of the album. Yeah, and even like a, a hundred mil has the auto tune. I, I don't know. I just feel like Cole has found that 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 next level that works for him, and I, I think he's just he's just showing that on the off season. I, I think I think the biggest theme and takeaway for the off season is obviously this rollout with him playing in the basketball team in the African League, which I know he already, I think, has, I don't know if he's quit or he's stepped away because of family issue or something, but it feels very hand-in-hand with basketball and putting the work in, and this is practice for the ultimate championship game, which is the fall-off. It just feels like that kind of vibe to me. But I has reached new levels. And all the basketball references on the thing, John Moran, I'm on my Grizzly, all that. You the Westbrook Rock Baby, Cuz, but not the one in the big leagues. And then even on Punching the Clock, he sampled a Damian Lillard song. I was waiting for I was waiting for Dame Lillard to come in and rap. That would have been so cool. Mm-hmm. Dame Dollar. Yeah. That would have been dope. Um, so I guess a couple other questions for J. Cole. Will I so Immediately when I heard Kill a Cam on the intro, um, I was like, all right, we're probably going to get some features finally from J. Cole because his bold big thing is double platinum with no features. But Kill a Cam, we have 21 Savage, The Baby, Boz. We even have uh, at least listed uh, Black, you know, six with the Black. Yeah. He's listed on one of the songs as singing. Um, we got some features. 
But the whole time I'm thinking, is Kendrick going to pop in? Is Kendrick going to pop in? It almost sounded Never like Kendrick-Cole collab song. Will it appear on the fall off? What do you guys think? What song was that? It was the first, it was, I heard it and I was like, is this Kendrick talking? I was like, who is this? On Before the, the speeches were listed. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what song it was, though. Yeah. Well, one can hope. One can hope. Um, not going to get my hopes up. Right. Right. I, I just, the whole time I was thinking, all right, we're getting features. Give us the Kendrick feature, but maybe it'll come on the fall off. That'll be a fall off thing if it happens. If it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, you know, the whole, the whole, like, the whole rumor of the Kendrick Cole album that has been going on forever, I don't ever foresee it happening. But at this point, give us, give us J. Cole and 21 Savage, right? Yeah. Their, their chemistry is crazy. So, um, we all have. Metro producing it. With you mean Metro producing it. There you go. Uh, does anybody else want to take the crack at ranking the J. Cole albums? No go. Three is a good spot for this one. Three? Three. So Forest Hills Drive and... Forest Hills is my favorite. Are you a Born Center or are you a Four Your Eyes Only guy? Or a KOD? I like KOD. KOD. Wow. Wow. All right. Respect. Um, What do we expect from the fall off? I mean, will will it tell a story? Will it just be... Him rapping like this, but on a different level. Will we get more features? What do we think uh, for the fall off? When when will we get it? Do you think it'll be a a long time period, or will we get another one this year? What what do you guys think? We'll be waiting a while. It'll tell a story. Hopefully, we get that Kendrick feature. There you go. The bullet points. I respect that. Yeah, just quick. Cam. Yeah, I mean, you'll be waiting a while, probably, if I had to guess. I, th- I thought it was interesting that it was only 39 minutes long. Right, right. So. And, and a lot of the songs were, like, two minutes. That's why That's why I say, like, this This would be a, a free mixtape, in my opinion, if it were a different time. So, um, what's that? He's putting out ringtones. <laughs> there you go, right? I, I, I think this is, this is enough to tide us over. Oh, 100%. I, I, but I will say, so number one, I do think the fall off will tell a more cohesive story. I, I think, especially just listening to, uh, the climb back and Lion King on Ice when he put out the, that little two pack, um, that one line, it might have been on Lion King on Ice, but he says, telling every story that I can recall, then I could fall. To me, that felt like, like, he has to tell every story and then he can retire. So maybe this will be his last album. I do think just from those songs when they originally came out, it felt to me like it's going to be about clout a little bit. Um, and then you also have 1985, which is the intro to the fall off, supposedly. Um, so maybe maybe there's going to be something about him talking to the little baby rappers. Who knows? Um, Wait, hold on. How are you going to disrespect Lil Baby? But yeah, I on a song with J. Cole. I mean, Lil Baby, per se. Sorry. <laughs> How are you going to disrespect him when he's on J. Cole's album? I didn't think about that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I meant the Lil Rappers. I threw in Baby. Sorry. Mm. Um, But, yeah, yeah. Uh, The fall off, I have very high expectations for. And I will say one last thing. 
I could see a scenario where he drops this in December. I could see that. He's a December drop guy. He uh back if you remember 2014 Forest Hills Drive, he dropped it on a December, I can't remember. 2 years later, he dropped it on the exact same day for your eyes only. Um I don't remember when KOD dropped, but I could see him pulling a fast one and giving us the fall off. Um but then again, I could see another scenario where he takes his time and perfects it. But um, J. Cole is killing the game right now, I will say. I will say. Anything else on the offseason, boys? Good. Good, good. All right. Uh, Cam and Cade uh, told us some upcoming drops to look out for. We have Polo G with Hall of, Hall of Fame. We have Migos with Culture 3. And we have... Lil Baby and Lil Durk, uh, joint album, The Voice of the Heroes. Out of those, uh, so are all those coming out June 11th? Every, every one of them, yep. Okay, so that's just one day of big drops. Uh, out of those, what are you guys most excited for? Easily for me, Polo G. Uh, and then I'm also excited for, for the Lil Baby, see what he's got, uh, see if he can put something cover to cover. Um, I will listen to Polo G out of these three for you guys, okay? I'm most excited for Polo G as well. Uh, I'm a huge little baby fan, but I'm saying Polo G. I mean, the GOAT was like, you listen to that thing front to back, you're like, damn, every song around here is a, a bop. And Rap Star, the song he put out, was crazy. That yeah, song is huge. Yeah. Is that going to be a single on the album? I would think so. I mean, that song was huge. Everyone was hyped for that song. I feel like Culture 3 will be a huge disappointment. Yeah, I'm, I, you listened to Straightening, that song they were hyping up, and it was not good. I guarantee you it's going to be 30 songs with a oh, thousand yeah. features. I bet Drake will be on it. Yeah. I mean, Drake will always be on their albums. It's not going to be an album you want to listen to front to back. Drake and probably Travis Scott, if I had to guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see it for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, and then uh, we always have to get our dose of Drake talking. Uh, <laughs> when will certified lover boy drop? I feel like probably we've talked about this on every podcast, at least for 2021. Um, he recently teased a song called Fair Trade on his Instagram. Uh, he recently shared a picture with his son with a scribble whiteboard and said he was having trouble locking in the track list. I, I took it kind of as a joke, but what do we think here? Do we... Do we think it's coming soon? Are you expecting more a summer drop, a fall drop, a winter drop? What What do you guys think? It's never dropping. It's, it's going to be detox, the next detox. Until he drops that damn thing, he if he's not going to drop it, you better take that heart out of his hair. That's all I have to say. <laughs> the man is holding the heart, so you know you know the rollout is still on the way. So yeah. what do you think? I thought it would be a summer drop, um, but. And he might wait till Valentine's Day. I, I don't know. That would be black. No, 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 no. It's either summer or fall. I can't see him waiting. Because fall is at least cuffing season certified lover boy. I guess that makes sense. But <laughs> any past that, I won't care. Like, if it, if it's past fall, I'm done with it. I I, I, I hope he drops it in the summer. Because, you know, I want it summer now. Drake. I want it now. All right. Well, you don't get it now. I think it has to be a summer drop. It, it, it just to me, certified lover boy Drake. He, it, it just feels like a summer season album to me. Just hearing those two things, um, I will say Drake 
is on the level of popularity that he doesn't need a rollout. He can drop the album with no no promotion and it will do numbers and you know do his thing. So I, I'm I'm not I'm not like putting it off and saying we're never going to get this album this this year. He's one who could just drop it on a Friday and it would blow up and be insane. So um, that three, scary hours too was insane. So, I mean, oh yeah. Right. If it's you, like Scary Hours too, that's that's awesome. That's all I need. Do you number uh, two questions for you? Um, do you think that any of the songs on Scary Hours two were big enough for that we'll see it on Certified Lover Boy? Is it going to be What's Next? Okay. I think it would be What's Next. Yeah. The little, do you the think song. they'll do that? Huh? I think all three. Yeah, he's too scared to put the little baby song on there because he got washed. <laughs> <laughs> All three of them were big enough. Well, I mean, maybe killed him on that. Billboard chart for... Yeah. But if I had to take my guess, it would probably be what's next. Yeah. yeah I don't I know. Say what's next. And then do you think do you think we'll get a rollout, or do you think he's going to drop the surprise drop? I think you'll get an Instagram post a couple days before, and that's it. <laughs> okay. I like, I like the surprise drop. That's how Drake... Does though? I remember when Scorpion came out, he just posted that jacket with the squirp, word Scorpion on it, and he said Friday. Right. Yeah. And that's gonna. I think that's how he's gonna do it. Right. Yep. All right. Uh, I put a little list of other albums that at least I'm looking forward to. You can tell. You can update the list as we go. From uh, a bird's eye view. What? From a bird's eye view. Exactly. From a bird's eye view by Corday. Um, the House is Burning by Isaiah Rashad is coming in June. And then J.I.D.'s next album that he's been teasing uh, it would be The Forever Story. Um, there's no dates on Corday and J.I.D., but we know that Isaiah Rashad is coming in June. Really looking forward to all three of those. Are there any others that you can think of that you're excited for? No, not really. Uzi, Forever Young. <laughs> is that his next album? Yeah, I mean, and I think that the rollout's really going to start starting to come out for that because he when he gets active on Twitter, that's when you know something's going to come. Did he say he was dropping it this year? I heard that was going to happen, but JT, City Girls JT, she like commented under his thing. She's like, drop the album already, and he goes, okay. <laughs> like When he gets active on Twitter, that's when you know something's going to come. So yeah. if that won't have a huge rollout like Eternal Take, but what it'll about- be what about Utopia by Travis Scott? Is that coming? Definitely up? Utopia. I mean, Travis is one to make you wait, though. So right. Um, I will say this isn't upcoming. This is already dropped, but I might get some heat on here for this. But I'll take it because it's an awesome album. Olivia Rodrigo's album is fire, dude. It is really good. Don't sleep. I'm about to end the call. I'm about to end the call. You're about to end the call. Bruh, seriously, it's good. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. I like it a lot. <laughs> All right, anything else on the music front, boys? Nope. All right, let's uh, end it with, well, we if you have any gaming talk, we'll end with that. But uh, let's move to sports, some NBA playoffs talk. Um, I've been watching it just here and there, not probably like you guys. So what, what do we think here? I've actually been pretty entertained with these playoffs for the most part. The, my favorite part is, like, there's no real – I think people came into it thinking, oh, the Nets are going to – but they've 
They kind of look shaky at times. Against a really beat-up Celtics team, too. And no, there's no clear-cut like favorite in the West. I the I think it's really wide open. I think there's three teams that could come out of the East. I think there's three teams that that could come out come out of the West. Let's hear them. Um, Let's hear. Them. Who are your teams that you think out of the East? I can see the Bucks. I can see the okay. 76ers, and obviously, obviously, yeah. Nets. Um, out out of the West. I, I think the Lakers could still do it. I um, I think they talk me into every team in the West. No, I I I don't except know. for Portland. Yeah, rip. Um, I think the Nuggets, um, if they get their act together without Jamal Murray. Yeah, they they show times at the end of the season that they can play well without Jamal Murray. Um, and uh, Jokic is going to be the MVP. He he needs to get start playing like it. Uh, and I, I'll say my my third team is if the Clippers would get their act together, I could see them coming out of the West. But they they're just so hot and cold. I when they're on, they when Kawhi and PG are playing the way that they can play, like they look unstoppable. But when they're having one of those games, it's like. They don't even look like a playoff team. You're not putting the Mavericks but in there? You're the <laughs> I'm nervous were you when they're down 0-2, Cam. Oh, I mean, I was like, if you don't win game three or four, you're done. Like I said, if we don't take two games in Dallas, it's over. So you have nothing to lose at this point. But at the same time, I also just kept saying Clippers and six. Like, You think it's going to go know. six? I think it's going to go seven. I think, Clippers, I think the Clippers can win What? You don't think the Mavericks can win it? No, I don't think. I think I think the Clippers are going to win in seven. It's, it was a tough matchup first round for them. I think. And when I, I, Mavericks would have played anyone else, I think they would have had a good shot of coming out of the first round. So what I was saying, what I've been saying this whole time is, if the Clippers come out of this series, which I do think so, I think the first two games they didn't come in with a game plan. They're just like, okay, we can handle this team. We don't really need to adjust. And then they got their ass whooped. And then they came into those next two games like, okay, now we have a game plan. You know, we're not just going to put Zubats on Luca and let him shoot threes all game. Luca Angeles. Yeah, we're gonna put. We're not gonna switch. We're gonna make you play hard and like wear you out. And, like, that's why you see them starting to enforce a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I think the Clippers have a game plan now. So, I think they really are going to win in six. Who do you think think is coming out of the West? I think you could talk me into the the Jazz coming out of the West. I could see the Suns and the Lakers coming out. Whoever comes out of that series can make it. Um, I don't see Denver doing it, and you could easily talk me. Obviously, I'm a Clippers fan. You could talk me into the Clippers. I mean, on the, east, on the east, is it is the favorite the Nets? I mean, they, yeah. they have a million points in the line. Yeah, the Nets, but you could definitely talk me into the Bucks. Bucks are Giannis, like Middleton, Giannis. They're playing really good right now. I just uh, don't see Philly doing it. Really? Philly doing it either. I really don't. Joel Embiid's playing really good right now. I'm not disrespecting him. I just think the Bucks are better on the wings, and the wing is the most important position. It. That series, because they'll they'll play each other when they both advance. Is that is that how it works? Or no, 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 no. it'll be Nets Bucks. Philly will play the Hawks or the Knicks. Yeah, it'll be the Hawks. The Knicks are done. Yeah, 
But when it inevitably, so will the Bucks? Will the Bucks play the? They'll play the Nets. They'll play the Nets. Yeah, that series will be interesting. I think. I, I, yeah. I like it's, it's very wide open this this year, which I like. There's not a clear cut favorite. I just with Anthony Davis being injured and maybe not playing but, next game, like, I don't know if Blake's gonna play. make it out the first round. He he has to play. I God. LeBron can do it by himself, but it won't be pretty. But it won't be pretty the next series when he's gassed. Like it's not a Mickey Mouse here. He's not winning. Oh my God. I can see the Suns coming out of the if, – if Chris Paul gets better and better with his shoulder and let's say Anthony Davis doesn't play a game, Suns go up 3-2, man, I don't know. No, I can see – I can easily see the Suns winning this series. I just don't think LeBron's – LeBron's just not going to go for that. If he has to score 50, he'll score 50. Yeah, but – He just need he just needs some help. Like, Andre Drummond had five points on whatever day that was yesterday. When they signed Andre Drummond, I, I sat there and said, okay, but they're not going to get any better. That doesn't make them any better. And, like, and Kuz, Kuz has been an absolute – where where is Kuz? He's not playing – He's hot and cold. He's the definition of hot and cold. It's, they're very – they're not as good as they were last year. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. But they can still – when you got LeBron, you got to change it. Because they lost playoff Rondo. That's part of it. Denver's good. He's not. He's not Rondo though. I would say that. But yeah, that's all. I, that's all I really have on uh, the playoffs. On the playoffs, yeah. That's. How, I don't know how much Schroeder wants to be there. I keep hearing he's leaving in the off season when he's a free agent because he turned down that contract. Yeah, I can see it. I heard, actually, I heard his number one destination was the other L.A. team. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I saw that. I was like, okay, that's weird. I don't know. They don't have room because for What he wants is he wants a bigger role. Yeah. Well, I, I get it, but I think he wants a ring. That's why he came to the Lakers. <laughs> well, he got traded. He didn't really have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's all I have for that. All right. Anything else on uh, sports? Uh, one thing I will. We're we gonna talk about MLB. Yeah, if you want, that's fine. I'll say uh, it's been a really tough year for the hitters uh, in in baseball. It's been one of more pitching dominant years, and I've been reading a lot about how there's been an like a very dramatic uptick in pitchers using like pine tar, super glue, and a lot of people. A lot of teams are complaining about it. I don't know, Cam or Kate, if you saw the um, someone from the Cardinals got kicked out of the game yesterday because the umpire like took his hat and like you could see the stuff on his, on his hat and he got kicked out. There's been a lot more of that going on. Um, it just seems like the past couple years in baseball, there's been um, one thing after another in regards to cheating, and it kind of sucks. Uh, Bunch of schemers. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I I saw that they're cracking down on foreign substances on the ball. Like they've been checking the balls after games even and stuff like that. So I heard Josh Donaldson was gonna release a uh, something like a yeah. video exposing everybody who was cheating. That'd be sick. He should do it. Um, other in baseball, the Cubs are playing really good baseball. They're the second in the NL Central right now. Uh, they're a game or maybe a half game behind the Cardinals. Uh, they won today, so I don't know if the Cardinals played today or not. But um, how are the how are the Royals doing? 
Well, they they were the number one team in baseball for a while, and then they played really bad, and then their starting shortstop finally came back, Mondesi, and they have they've lost one game since then, so they're cooking. I, I think they're I, way ahead of schedule. I hear you were skeptical how they would be. I didn't know how the pitching was going to be, but it's come. It's come. They're going to be buyers at the deadline. I was the same way about the Cubs, and their bullpen has actually surprised me. Their starting pitching hasn't been terrible either. So it's been the Royal starters picking it up, which not what I expected out of Brady Singer. I mean, Singer's awesome, but he's in his second year. How about how about those Red Sox, Kate? I don't know. I'm more of a Royals fan. Kate's a Royals fan now. I don't know. I'm kind of just a free agent fan. I just like players. Yeah. Um, do you see to try and help with the pitching situation? Yeah, you kind of cut out there. What'd you say? They might move the mound back a foot to help with the pitching situation. Uh, I, I, would, I, I would say because I mean, as a fan, as a fan of the game, I mean, the number one thing wrong with the MLB is the blackout, the the TV. Oh. That. That's number one. That's what they need to address first. Um, number two, I think they need to crack down on cheating, whether it's signs or pitchers using um, illegal substances uh, or however else teams are cheating, they need to crack down on that. Uh, I wouldn't be against moving the mound back. As a fan of the game, I love seeing offense and, and home runs and, and the big hitters. Uh, the hitters. What what about you guys? Would you guys be against that? I would, mainly because I'm a pitcher, and I like seeing pitchers dominate. So, and it would it would like it make the fastball worse, obviously, but it would make all the off speeds better because they have more time to move. So, I don't know. It's just it's crazy how much the game has evolved. For starting pitchers now are throwing hundred miles an hour for six to seven innings a game and where it used to be like maybe pitchers were throwing high eighties, low nineties, and it's just nuts. It's and just, now you have Otani who throws a hundred and one and hits tanks. He is my favorite yeah. player to watch. He is yeah, I think it's a shame. It's a shame that the Angels have those two superstars and don't have any talent. Well, I wouldn't say any talent, but those two need to get a World Series. <laughs> yeah. Mike Trout needs to get a ring for sure. And yeah, the, the, the Angels need to do something to get into contention. Yeah, that's all I got. I think Tatis is still my favorite to watch. Like Dude, actually, oh, take that back! It's Acuna. Did you guys see? Did you guys see that Javi Baez play though? That was oh my! God. That was something. he should have been out right away, right when he started yeah. going backwards. That was that may have been the craziest play in baseball I've ever seen. <laughs> just it was up there. The Pirates. They just the Pirates just forgot how to play baseball for a second. Yeah, he could have just tagged first, and the inning would have been over. Yeah. <laughs> Did you right. No, I didn't. I'll have great. to look it up. You gotta watch it. Yeah. Alright, um, we good on sports? Yep. Do you have anything for, uh, on the gaming front for us? Anything? I don't really have much, but MLG, MLB, the, uh, show dropped. It's a really good game. It's gotten, 
Huh? You guys gotten that? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You guys need to get it. I see. I I part of me wants to, but it's like I I don't foresee myself like playing it all that often. So I don't know. Maybe you'd like it. maybe I'd like it. Maybe I'd like it. Yeah, I'm so. Have a ton of microtransactions in it. So it's fun. It's fun. There. I'm so sick of COD. Yeah, it's COD is kind of gr- growing. It's it's kind of yeah. run its run its course for me. Not much to play right now. I've been playing Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, we're back on the craft. Is that a phone game then? The Minecraft? Yeah. No, that's a uh, Xbox game, PS4, computer, phone, everything. Okay. You scrubs. Yep. It, it, it's all. Do you call people griefers in that? Trace a griefer. <laughs> Trace <laughs> griefer. <laughs> you never seen that South Park episode? No. All right. Uh, we good then, boys? Yep. All right. I think that's uh, that's the Scrubs podcast for this. Uh, this we time. did it live. We did it live. We it was fun. Uh, happy Memorial Day and. We'll catch y'all later. This is Trey Leslie of the Dawn of Entertainment for Are You Entertains Scrubs Pod. And we're out. Scrubs. 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 Scrubs.